So I know a lot of you come to my website because you're interested in the advice that I share and the things that I talk about from a digital perspective. But in this video, I want to go off on a bit of a tangent, if I can, and actually talk a little bit um, about myself, my own motivation, um, what keeps me going in my job, how I see my career, and potentially a way that maybe we can work together. This is probably going to be a bit of a rambling video, if I'm honest, because um, I've tried recording this several times using a more structured script. And to be honest, it's been a bit of a nightmare. And I just want to share a little bit um, from a personal perspective, I guess. So um, as you know, I've been working in digital a, a really long time. And, and um, one of the things that I've noticed probably more recently in the field of digital, is that um, we're all supposed to be changing the world, aren't we? We're supposed to put a dent in the universe, um, uh, as Steve Jobs put it. And I think sometimes we get a little bit of an overinflated opinion of our, our, ourselves and our own role. And, you know, in my career, digital has been hugely influential and, it, um, and it's transformed the world in which we live but I'm only just a tiny little part of that. Um, and I'm kind of okay with that. You know, my job, if, I, if I'm entirely honest, is to solve first world problems, isn't it? To make websites just that little bit easier and a little bit less annoying, to, to make interacting with companies um, a more pleasurable and human experience and less of a, um, you know, a kind of commercial, uh, monstrosity or nightmare. So I'm kind of happy that I'm not changing the world and that maybe if I'm lucky, I'm making people's lives just that little bit better on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm not downplaying what we do at all because in truth, those things are important. Those little annoyances that you have through your day as you use different websites and interact with different companies, they build up. Our lives are stressful. We've got, uh, we're under a lot of pressure um, in our society. There's a lot of demands on our time. So if you can make people's lives just that little bit better, that's great, that's good. You don't need to change the world. We can't all work for big multinational companies um, that are having these huge influences. We can't all be the high flyers. And I just wanted to encourage you a little bit really in this video um, that if you are working in some dead end job somewhere, or that's how it feels to you, that's okay. That's okay. We don't all need to be superstars that are changing the world. And for me, the way that I get that satisfaction from my job, even though I'm just um, solving first world problems, is that I do that within a context of bigger things that I do, other stuff that I do. My life is more than just my job. But I've also discovered that I can use my job as um, a basis for making bigger changes elsewhere. So when I set up Boag Works, um, we made a decision right at the beginning that we were going to um, use that company as a, um, a, a mechanism to fundraise and support a charity that we're involved with in India. So I grew up with a, um, a girl 
um, that I was really good for. My parents were really good friends with her parents. And so, so a lady called Sarah and Sarah ended up getting married to a guy called Simon. And Simon comes from India. Simon um, grew up in a very small community in India that um, is in a very impoverished part of India. And him and his family um, have set up and run a, a school there and um, an orphanage there. And so they, they're not a, a big charity. They've, they had, before I came along, they had no fundraising um, capabilities, whatever, no website, no social media presence, no nothing. They lived purely um, off of support from friends and family and that kind of stuff. And I, I wanted to support and get involved with them. So when we set up Boag Works, both myself and my wife, who know Sarah and Simon quite well, decided that the business was going to be a business that supported them. And if you look on my desk behind me, you can't probably see it in this video, but um, I have a picture. I have a photograph that sits on my desk of a little lad that is um, in their, their orphanage, in their home um, out in India. And uh, he's my daily inspiration for doing my job. Because I look at this little lad um, on my desk and I think that's why I'm dealing with this shit client. That's why I'm doing the project that I'm not enjoying, that, that is, is proving irritable. I'm motivated by him. He's only probably about five or six in the picture, although he's a little bit older now. Um, and he came to, to Sarah and Simon because his parents were dead um, and he had nobody to look after him. But if you look at him in the picture, I might pop a picture in the video if I remember, um, he's very badly burnt. And the reason he's very badly burnt is because when he was the, the littlest of lads, you know, could barely walk, his dad was so despondent with life, he couldn't cope anymore, that he decided to commit suicide by setting himself on fire. And the little lad wanted to help his dad, so ran to help him and ended up horribly burnt. And Sarah and Simon, the little charity they ran out in India, is full of stories like that, but they're also full of really inspirational stories as well, because in a rural community um, like that in India, education is enormously powerful. There's a huge number of girls um, that live with Sarah and Simon who um, are, uh, you know, would in any other circumstance have been married off at the age of 13 or 15 because the families can't afford to keep them. So getting them married is the, is the best option for them. But now, they're getting educations and they're, they're going on and doing things. There's a great story of um, uh, two sisters um, that, that Sarah and Simon knew. Um, and one of those sisters ended up coming to live with uh, Sarah and Simon in the home. Um, and unfortunately, the other sister didn't. The other sister was married off at the age of about 15 and had her, her first child shortly after that. My son is older than that. My son is 16 and the thought of him living a life like that just tears me up. But by contrast, the girl that went to live with Sarah and Simon excelled academically to the point that she wanted to be a doctor. And uh, 
the charity didn't have the money for her to come to England to study as a be, to be a doctor. Studying to be a doctor in India is incredibly difficult for reasons I won't bore you with. So they managed to get her a place training in China. She'd never left her region. She didn't speak Chinese. And yet she went anyway. And she excelled and she became a doctor and she's come back um, to India now and is saving people's lives. And I get to be a little bit of a part of that. And that makes my job worthwhile. I couldn't just solve first world problems without also solving those bigger issues or at least doing something. But I'm not going to change the world, you know. I'm, I'm old. But I can help one or two people. So I've been doing fundraising for, for them um, and I've been building a website, but there's so many challenges that they face. You know, for example, they're starting to offer A-level equivalents um, at the school because they want more of their children to go on to do further education. But to do that, they need a computer suite. You know, you're in rural India, for crying out loud. They've only just, you know, they've only just got mobile signal, you know, electricity goes on and off randomly, and now they've got to have a computer suite. They can't afford that. And so I've got to find a way of, of doing that for them. And I will, I'll try my best. They need a science equipment as well. A lot of their, their kids want to go on and work in scientific fields. So they need science equipment. And somehow we've got to find a way to do that. It's a little bit overwhelming, if I'm honest. You know, this was something that, that I kind of committed my business to. But there's only so much I could do. So part of my reason for recording this video is to turn to you, the people that have been following my stuff and who I've built, you know, friendships with and, you know, we've, we've communicated online and all of those kinds of things and ask, you know, can you help me? I'm not just talking about, oh, give me a donation for, you know, 20 pence means a lot and all that bullshit because, you know, we're not a big charity. Maybe you could do a bit more than that. Maybe we could work together. Maybe we could, I don't know, you could give some of your time. Maybe you could fundraise for us. Maybe you might want to commit a portion of your business's um, uh, profits like I do. I don't know. I, I haven't got the answers. But you guys have impressed me so many times. Uh, and uh, how giving and open and supportive you are. And I just wonder whether maybe there's one or two people out there that, that might want to get involved too in changing these, these kids' lives. Now, no doubt you've got loads of questions if this is something you're seriously thinking about doing, you know, because there are so many good causes out there. Um, and this is just some little obscure uh, family trying to do something better in their community. So if you've got questions, that's absolutely fine. Drop me an email to paul at boagworld.com. Um, and I'm not, I don't even know really what I'm asking, um, but yeah, I thought I'd record this video um, and just see, see whether there are other people out there um, that would work with me over this and that maybe we could make more of a difference um, so that, yeah, they're not struggling when they don't need to and that community could be changed for the better.